What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is Adam Schubert, and as always, joined by Lennon Burton, back after the hiatus of my work. Hey, man. We're back now. We are back, baby. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. Wow. So we're pretty much going to do a little bit different than we usually do. Oh, yeah, we're having a good time today. (laughs) We're having a great time today. I just want to say, glad to be back. Like, so many times I thought about, like, doing a movie something. Like, me and Ian were supposed to do, like, three things. I just couldn't... I love talking movies with this guy, man. It's not the same with anybody else. Like, I have to talk movies with him. It's crazy. It, like, it just doesn't work with me with anybody else. Like, yeah, I can talk movies with Lil' Reg, but it has to be for this show. Like, I can't, like, I cannot not talk movies with anybody else. So happy to be with my guy. We got so much to talk. They, we even got people asking questions. Shout out to my guy, Luis Murillos. I want to know our top fives of the year. We're going to talk about where we're at so far this year. But we got a lot to discuss. James, yeah. I not about this anywhere. James fucking gun, baby. But, but before we do any of that, we got to, I hope you, I didn't even see it on the docket, but you know, we got to start sad. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely didn't want to put it on there because I wanted to keep it all, all on that. I knew that we were going to talk about it up front because I mean, it's so fresh to hear the news of uh, Kevin Conroy passing away. Um, definitely someone that we've talked about a lot on here, someone that uh, really kind of pushed the envelope for the comic book. And, yeah, uh, you know, I think like we don't have anything that we have now comic book wise without his animated Batman. Fuck no. So, like he first off, once, so the only celebrity besides Kobe and Mac Miller that has made me cry. Kevin Conroy, legitimately like it. This dude changed my life. He was, I have a list of people that I want to interview. No one knows who's on that list. Curse doesn't know. Schubert doesn't know. No, no one knows who's on the list. Like, yeah, people could guess Drake's on the list, but besides that, no one knows. Kevin Conroy was on that list. And the fact that I got to meet him in person at a convention. Did you go to that convention with me? Was that, was no. that you, no, no. But anyway, it was, I think it was in New Orleans or it was in Lafayette, one of them. Met him incredible but like what he did him and mark hamill bruce tim and paul dini changed the world forever with batman the animated series i am the knight i am vengeance i am batman like those lines ring true to this day mask of the phantasm you can argue is one of the best batman movies of all time still is like what he has done stands up to the test of time when you ask me who is Batman it's not Christian Bale it's not Ben Affleck it's not Robert Pattinson it's Kevin Conroy yeah and he's done it over a long stretch of time I mean he was still doing Batman so mm-hmm. just I mean I don't know much about his death um he died he, 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 he was got sick a, or anything yeah he was sick he died and we he didn't know sick. it he was working still sick and you couldn't tell yeah I mean I had no clue so I, it all came as kind of a shock like he he was battling, I think cancer. Because I mean, I still saw him going to conventions. Yeah, he okay. He was battling intestinal cancer. As recently cancer. as the summer. He's and apparently he just wanted to work and he loved what he did and he was going to work until he died. I honestly and that, and that I mean that goes to who he was really exact and that that's a test. Like honestly, I feel like I'm going to be on behind the microphone until I die. Like I'm going to be talking to you all until I croak. <laughs> like that's just going to be what it is. Like. And I get it. Like, that was his passion. He loved it. He made time for fans always. Like, he talked to me about our podcast. Like, I like 
he gave advice. Like the dude was all so friendly at conventions. I didn't pay for an autograph. He was like, no, let him come. Let him talk. I just want to talk to him for a little bit. He said it was okay because I waited in that line and I'm a fan. Anyone he would have did that for. That's the type of man he was like an inspiration, a legend, an icon, voice acting, royalty, comic book royalty. Kevin Conroy, rest in peace, man. Truly. Um, so I guess let's go ahead and take the moment of silence for Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. Yeah, so um, that was definitely sad crazy, news. To, crazy sad news to happen, and especially at a time where it seems like DC is actually being revitalized. <laughs> we gonna um, get to it. <laughs> it's, I kind of divided it into... Uh, Similar to what we would usually do, Star Wars up on top, DC, uh, the trailers, Marvel, and then just like a little bit of movie and TV news that we can run through real quick. Oh, real quick, let me read what Mark Hamill said, because I didn't I didn't know he said anything. Mark Hamill said, though we're sad, I know he wouldn't want that. I'm finding great solace in the memories I have of him, the thrill of our earliest recording sessions and discovering the unique bond our characters share, how we complement each other and bonded immediately. Uh, Love forever, Bats. Uh, love Joker. That's fucking amazing. Mm. Sad. Crazy. But Mark Hamill said he wouldn't want us to be sad, so we're not going to be sad. We're going to have a great episode because of it. Shout out to you, Kevin Carnival. Oh, I just dropped my glass immediately. It's whatever. <laughs> Whoops. You need, to, you need to wipe that up? Yeah, let me do that real quick. I'm pausing. Back, back after those technical difficulties of spilling a little Gatorade. At least it wasn't on the equipment. Facts. Facts. Um, uh, you know, on the side note, before we get into stuff, I, I was just thinking about this because, like, this is happening on that day. But man, you know what was the craziest shit that I had to deal with today was those motherfucking Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> oh yeah, the buy some for your girlfriend. Fucking going. <laughs> I'm fucking going. But I had to sit in this, you know, sit in the line you- for fucking four hours. <laughs> The things we do for love. We get these Taylor Swift tickets, bro. Crazy. I'm so happy the Drake album outsold it. Shout out to Drake, Drizzy. I don't believe that. It did. It did. Who's buying? Because I mean, because like Taylor Swift fans are buying like fucking vinyls of this shit. I mean, four different vinyls to create like a clock. Drake fans like, buy shit, man. Like we would because like, I'm not gonna because I'm not gonna I'm gonna say I'm too surprised because that album was pretty fire. It was. <laughs> Watch, I'm about so. to buy. Taylor Swift album, first week, first week album sales. And and look, this is this is not movie content, but this is in, this is interesting. Like like me and Super said, we're having fun today. We haven't we have, we we haven't been back. So yeah, look, Drake and Twenty One Savage bumped Taylor Swift from the top. Taylor Swift sold. Is that from week to week, or is that overall? All right, Taylor Swift sold. The total was nearly doubled. The two hundred and four thousand. Never mind, earned in its debut. Yeah. Taylor Swift earned 204,000 sales. Drake and them got 404K, baby. That's because I don't think there's too many black Swifties. You got a whole segment of the population that just ain't ain't about it. I don't think there's many white male Swifties. Yeah, that's true. It's just white women, and then like, uh, are there gay white women? Se- Swift or gay there's a, white there's women? There's a big, big there's a big uh, Gayler fan base because they all okay. think Taylor Swift is bi. Okay, so 
uh, the LGBTQ white preference white LGBTQ and white women. That's all she got. Drake got everybody else. Everybody. Dude, the, the theories that these Taylor Swift fans have about Taylor Swift's life are crazy. Like they're convinced that she had this relationship with this Victoria's Secret model that's married to Jared Kushner. And like she sings and like she has songs that are specifically about this woman. Well, somebody like, said they thought she made a song about Kanye. Oh, she's made plenty of songs about Kanye. That's pretty obvious. About but, about talking about Kim, how she handed the envelope. Now you don't get to see your kids. I saw somebody yeah. on TikTok break she, that she, down. She did, she did say that shit. <laughs> but um, you know, and then like they think they say that she's been with Zoe Kravitz. Like they they, they, they say that she's with Zoe Kravitz on the low right now. <laughs> and like crazy, the Swift. And then the, the most recent one I saw is that she's in a throuple with Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Hey Ryan would like it. That, that's a that's a that's a good looking throw. That's just great. That's just great for Ryan Reynolds. Exactly. Right. So you know, but did you watch Wrexham? <laughs> I didn't finish it, but like I watched some yeah, of it. It was a good documentary. They got some you know good critical acclaim. It was that, a great, a great. See, doc. when we talk at the end of the show about our top five TVs, that's something I'm gonna say. If a show didn't get me to finish it. I, I mark points off. Like some of okay. these shows, some of these shows, I just like lost interest in. And Wrexham's one of them. I damn near would have not have finished American Gigolo. Bro, okay. I curse is the reason why I haven't finished it, but I haven't missed it. Like once we figured out like the truth of like, oh, that's his kid. Like they told us it was his kid too early in the fucking thing. Yeah, and I mean like not to spoil much, but they do open up for season two, which I'm like, how? Is, okay, does it, does it end well? I mean, sure. Do we find out who was like his thing? Yeah. Who set him up? Yeah. Was I, mean, I right? You pretty much know who it is. Was I right? Was it was it that girl? Which girl? The the queen's daughter. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I don't even need to finish it. See, it's what American Chicken was one of them. It just started but, off so hard. Brady didn't know. Wayne Brady uh, nice. Wayne Brady, a real one. But that's what I'm talking yeah. about. When we talk about our top fives, it's just like, man, and I know it's early. My friend's like, you're making your list now? I'm like, it's November. We're gathering. We're just, we're seeing right, where right. we're at before we get to the end of the year. But like, yeah, man, we'll get to that. But well, a lot well, of good stuff to talk. Letterboxd was tweeting about it the other day. Like, show us your top five. Mm, for real. See, I don't even know. I haven't, I haven't, oh, I didn't open Letterboxd in a minute. But now, getting back on, on it. Page. Oh yeah, yeah. You haven't been you haven't been on Twitter, so you've been just yeah, living so over there. I've been just been I've been living on Twitter for the past week now. Also, tell him your Twitter up top. Y'all go follow him. He got he has a new Twitter. Oh, uh, what was it? Adam it's, BWT? It's, no, 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 no. It's Shubes BWT. Shubes BWT. Yeah, it's Shubes BWT. S H U B E S B W T. All caps. Y'all go follow him. All right, yeah. Let's get into it because we got a lot to cover. All right. So, like I said earlier on, it's segmented into Star Wars DC trailers marvel movie news tv news so up top of star wars so there's a secret star wars film from damon lindelof i'm hyped for and, that uh and lucasfilm and miss marvel's director uh shermin obey chinoy will be the director it's so reportedly set after the rise of skywalker and the Lindelof-led Star Wars film could feature characters from the latest Star Wars trilogy, though it is not explicitly linked to the Skywalker saga. So that means, nice. if, you know, we could see, like, Ray, Poe. Yeah, a or Finn. Finn. Yeah, someone. Or you know. Hux, or, you know, Or no one. <laughs> or no one, literally. Or no one. But, like, 
Bobby Frick. After Lindelof has succeeded with Watchmen, we know what he did with Lost. Like, this dude makes great stuff. I'm into it. I kind of wish it wasn't in this era, but you know, like like you said, it's post, so it could be anything. Like it's post, so we don't know. It could it could literally be anything. It could take place um, on one planet, like legitimately. Yeah. Like it does not have to take place on multiple planets. And, and I think Lucasfilm's starting to see the value in like stories I, that are a little bit more condensed, like Andor. Not space operas. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sporadic, like just crazy right. stories. Um Though, uh, like I said, it won't be this in the Skywalker saga. Justin Britt Gibson, who wrote the the new version of The Strain, he is writing alongside Lindelof. Lindelof and Britt Gibson's feature is described as a standalone project, and Lucasfilm hints that they may be abandoning the trilogy focused strategy. I'm so even duh. Ryan, Ryan Johnson's still floating out there. Duh, Ryan, man, that Ryan Johnson movie not happening. They just canceled the JD Dillard movie, which I was hyped for. Like they, they, they canceled that. They canceled literally every other movie besides besides this one. Taika and Ta- this one. Taika, this one, and and Ryan Johnson, which I still think Taika might not be happening after Love and Thunder's kind of shit at the bed. Like <laughs> that's that's fair. Like, I'm just being honest. That movie sucked. <laughs> like, Have we talked about Love and Thunder since I've seen it? I don't know. Maybe. But I saw I it and it sucked. The movie was ass. <laughs> I did not enjoy that movie at all. Marvel, look, I, I haven't seen Wakanda forever. We're not talking about it. I, I told you I, I might have tried to get it in today. Who didn't? And, and, and I'm not rushing to it. Like, to me, I've seen what I needed to see from people I trust. That movie's mid. And like, you know, like... But Namor's good. Namor's good. And like, I heard a lot of stuff. I'm gonna go watch it. But this is an L year for Marvel. And we'll talk about it when we talk about top movies of the year. Because the stuff that DC dropped early in the year is still some of the best shit that's dropped this year. Yeah, I mean, Marvel got overpowered by DC in the movie space and Star Wars in the TV space. Like that. And, and even DC beat their ass in the TV space. Like... <laughs> Gun, gun got the job for a reason. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> oh. So, yeah, ex- excited for Lindelof, for sure. Yeah, so, you know, we were mentioning who we knew was getting Star Wars movies. There's actually another director that's getting a Star Wars project, apparently, or is in early negotiations. Sean Levy, who is known for Stranger Things, is set to mm. direct a Star Wars movie. Wait, that's not the Fall Guy director? I thought I saw... I, I, no, Sean Levy does Deadpool. Oh no, he did. And he Stranger did. Free, he did Free Guy, not Fall Guy. Free Guy and the Adam yeah, Project. Free Guy. That's yeah. what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's Ryan Reynolds' guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. This tells me if it's him, it's going to be a kid-centric story. Maybe. Like I could see it being that. Like they, I mean, he does Deadpool. I mean, Deadpool's rated R movie. But I think he only did that for Ryan. Like, look at his most recent movies and what he does. Maybe Stranger Ryan Things. Will be in it. Adam Adam Project in uh in in Free Guy like that those are kid centric movies like that that's what he's been making recently. I mean, you know what I think would be really interesting is if he did get Ryan and Ryan was like some kind of fucking pod racer or something, <laughs> and like and they just he did like a pod racing centric movie where just like Ryan Reynolds is like yeah fucking race pods and slam beers and fuck I, I I'd be about that. <laughs> I'd be about that. But let me just tell you what he's made. All the light we cannot see, Stranger Things, the Adam Project, Free Guy, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, like this family trap. Like the dude makes kid movies, man. <laughs> G 
cheaper by the he made cheaper by the dozen. <laughs> Which one, Steve Martin? Yeah. Oh yeah, never mind. <laughs> he he made Big Fat Liar. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he made BFL. Like this dude's great. He made some of our favorite movies, but like he makes kid movies. He made Jet. Wait, this dude made the famous Jet Jackson. Thank you, Sean Levy. You made the one of the greatest black heroes of all time. Well, you know, maybe the maybe Star Wars needs something like that. I, and that's my point. Like for as much adult centric stuff as we're getting with like Andor, Mandalorian, like all these other things, Lindelof probably let the, let the kids get some. Well, what I think them. what I think Tony Gilroy is really showing is that like you can do Star Wars without doing Star Wars. Mm-hmm. We're like we're like I was trying to explain. Filoni is giving you Star Wars. Filoni mm-hmm. is giving you stuff that George would put out. Yeah. Like where, but what Tony Gilroy is doing is he's doing like, okay, I'm going to tell this story, but in Star Wars. Mm, yeah. It I'm basically, gonna, uh, what we always thought this Star Wars has a genre film, the gangster Star Wars, the this Star Wars, right. the that Star Wars. And Tony Gilroy is doing it. Star Wars. Yeah. The spy Star Wars. Yeah. So, but, um, but yeah, and then uh, the last few things of Star Wars Studio Ghibli teased the Star Wars project. Uh, they're making be, a Grogu project. Is that what they're doing? Yeah, you didn't see it's a. Uh, I, we know what it is. Hold on. Oh, yeah. I didn't no. know that we knew what it was. It was it's that sand thing. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, what you would call it? He drew. Um, Miyazaki like, drew Grogu with like some shit around some, it. Like, some bugs or something, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and it's, uh, yeah, Studio Ghibli, uh, lands, uh, animated short. It's not even going to be, uh, something crazy. It's an it's, animated. It's, I think it's on Disney Plus right now. Yeah, it is. And it's to yeah. celebrate the third anniversary of Mandalorian. It's basically a Disney short with like dust bunnies and stuff. Yeah. And Miyazaki, I think, made it. But like, this is dope because it's still that showing begins that... a partnership. Exactly. It's showing that Disney wants to make anime in like HBO. If y'all don't hold up your end of the bargain with Studio Ghibli, I can see Disney getting the rights to it when the HBO stuff ends up, when it ends. Right. So, you know, like... I think Studio Ghibli projects would look really good on Disney+. Plus. I feel like people... I agree. That audience would enjoy those. I agree. But, but it depends on, like, how serious Disney gets into anime. Like, if they take it serious, go for it. Because HBO Max is going to put out anime eventually. It's coming. Like... They're about to retool and do some new stuff, which like I'm excited for the the rebirth of HBO Max, like which it should have never been. Fuck you, Zaslov, but yay, Zaslov for the good shit you're doing now. It's like it's both just like crazy. But like if Disney does take anime serious, we've seen with Visions, Marvel's doing collabs with anime. Like if they take it serious, you're right. Ghibli does fit on Disney Plus. Yeah. So I'd be interested to see you. If that, I would love Ghibli to get a fucking whole Star Wars thing, like like fuck a short, like <laughs> yeah, like they could tell a hell of a Star Wars story. Yeah, we've seen with Visions how well anime and Star Wars just works. Yeah. To me, yeah. to me, anime works better with Star Wars than it does with Marvel and DC. And, and I feel like you could do anime projects within canon. Easy facts, facts I'm, because because George I mean, like, based it off of Japanese culture. Like I mean, it, well, it, it, the Filoni projects work in canon, and no one ever says anything about it. So look at the Ahsoka fight in the Mandalorian. That's straight up anime. Like when she, when she fought the lady with the staff, and they and they yeah. did the they did the crawl. Like that's anime. So like that's Japanese culture. It just works. Like I would love a canon Star Wars anime thing. And this this is how you started. Uh, and the last thing we got is we got a synopsis for the Acolyte. 
Let's so, fucking uh, go. Also, we got casting as well. Yeah, I mean, we Home knew a bunch from, of the casting. Homeboy from Squid Game is in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we knew that. We, we talked about that in, right before we, we went on the hiatus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because it was right after they won the Grammy. Oh, Grammy. The, I'm sorry, the Emmy. The Emmy. Oh, well, okay, we so like, Daphne Keen's in it as well. Manny, Jac- Jac- Manny Jacinto. Jacinto. Joni Turner-Smith. And Carrie Ann mm-hmm. Moss. And Charlie Barton. That's dope. Right, and I can't remember the other guy's name, the light skinned guy. He uh, that's, that's Charlie Barnett. Charlie Barnett, yeah, he's from yeah. um the that, Russian Doll. Yep, and, 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 and he's from some other stuff that we know him from. Uh oh, but yeah, Russian Doll is like the main. He's from Ordinary right. Joe. He's on a lot of like NBC stuff, but like now he's making his move. He's also on You. Like he's on like like I said, a lot oh, of yeah. mm-hmm. NBC and like side things. But now it's his move. But all right, give us the synopsis. I didn't know this was out. All right, the synopsis for the Acolyte. The Acolyte is a mystery thriller that will take viewers into a galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. A former Padawan reunites with her Jedi Master to investigate a series of crimes, but the forces they confront are more sinister than they ever anticipated. Completely different what I thought was going to happen. Holy shit. So let me me just say this. Let's look at the casting now because I I closed it, but I'm pulling it back up. Amanda Steinberg is Jedi. She's not a Sith. We thought she was going to be a Sith. She's a Jedi. Yeah, she's probably the Padawan. Is she? Question. Is Daphne Keene the Padawan? Is Amanda ah, the Master? Good point. <laughs> Is not, like, I, I was thinking Padawan until I saw Daphne Keene. Is Daphne Keene the Padawan and Amanda Steinberg the Master? Double women, representation, and the fucking Sith is Lee. The Sith is Lee Jung Jae, man. Or Mandy Jacinto. Or Carrie Ann Moss. Like, those are the three Sith. <laughs> One of them is a Sith. <laughs> they no, just Carrie, Ann Moss is, Carrie Ann Moss is not going to be a Sith. Is Carrie Ann Moss in, in a republic? She a government person? Yeah, she looks more like government to me. Well, okay, then it's either Manny Jacinto or fucking Lee Jung Jae. They are the Sith. I think it's Lee Jung Jae. I think Manny Jacinto is like some Han Solo-esque Character? Okay, Character. okay. And Charlie Barnett's just like muscle. For I somebody. think Charlie Barnett's a voice or an alien. Oh, okay, okay. Hey, and Jody Turner-Smith might be in the government as well. Or or an alien. Or Sith. Or Sith, okay. But yeah, so do we think... Can Amanda Steinberg be the master Jedi? Like, interesting. See, that's I, I don't know. She's like in a gray area. She's... Because like, Daphne Keene is definitely a Padawan. Like, but the, my thing is, I would have loved the master to be Carrie Ann Moss. And Amanda Steinberg be the 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 uh the uh fucking mentor, Adelon. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah, see, like I feel like Amanda. Let me read the synopsis again, real quick. So, <laughs> a former Padawan, Padawan reunites with a Jedi Master. So, a former Padawan, a former okay. Padawan. So, so okay, that, that makes that me think Amanda things. Steinberg is the former Padawan. Padawan, yes. Carry on, or Jody Turner Smith. Smith, nah, Jody Turner Smith. Nah, Jody Turner Smith. Too close in age. Too close in age. Okay. So she has to be, Carrie Ann Moss has to be the master. Well, then who, yes. who the fuck is, is Daphne Keene an alien? <laughs> Daphne Keene could be the Sith. She ain't the Sith. The, the Sith Apprentice. Oh, Always okay. two there are. Yeah, 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 yeah. True, 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 true. Okay, okay. And they're solving a crime. That's fucking badass, I like man. that. I like that a lot. Detective Star Wars? Let's fucking well, that's go. Like, that, it, I've been reading some of the High Republic stuff, and in the High Republic, they are more like space cops. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. 
Fuck yes. I am ready for this. This is what I've been wanting my whole fucking life. Old Republic shit. This is that, baby. And I'm in it. Detective Star Wars. This is going to be the best thing Star Wars released. It might be. <laughs> it might be. Like, this might, and I'm talking all, everything. Best thing of all time. Like, it might be. It, it really might be like this. Is, it's a terrific cast and a terrific synopsis. That synopsis and, blew my mind. And and playing in an area that's never been seen on screen makes it Way so better. much richer yeah, because it's, like it it's so original. Happen. You're not handicapped with what Obi Wan was handicapped. And we don't know. We have no idea what this looks like. We've never like this is original of original. A theme right. Star Wars has never covered. A time they've never covered. Characters that they've never. This is something we've never seen. This is this is like when people first saw. Star Wars, the original trilogy. You you had no idea what it could be, right? And even more so than of time, you can carry it on if you want. And even more so than Rise of Skywalker, the the sec the like the second batch of tri- like the the third trilogy batch in Skywalker Saga or the prequels. Like this is really like the first time people saw Star Wars because we don't know what this is like. Like we have an idea right. of Jedi and Sith, but we have no idea what's coming. Which is amazing. Yeah. Um, but that's it for Star Wars. So I think that's some pretty exciting stuff that they yeah. had coming up for, for the. They're killing Marvel. <laughs> I am. I yeah. have to start. Star Wars is winning I mean, right now over there. Not not one bad story, honestly. Mm-hmm. So now we're moving to DC. DC is in a new direction. You mentioned earlier on. James it's Gunn is now in charge. James Gunn and Peter Safran talk about a great team. Peter Safran. The man who made the Conjuring universe, the man who has done production at the highest level, he understands budgets. He understands how to make franchises. James Gunn for the creative, the perfect team. They made Suicide Squad together. James Gunn feels comfortable with him. This is going to be amazing. James Gunn has gone from director to now Kevin Feige. And people, are, people in the Discord was like, man, I'm, I'm kind of worried. Like, I hope all projects aren't quirky. Like, Superman can't be quirky. I'm like, y'all are missing the point. James Gunn is going to direct the quirky stuff. Just because he directs quirky stuff does not mean the whole universe will be quirky. He is setting up the universe like a, a, a boss. You have to think of him as director James Gunn separate from executive James Gunn. Director James Gunn is do his wild, freaky shit. And we're going to get some weird shit. He's going to make Batmite himself. But creative head of DC, James Gunn, is going to hire the right directors to set the tone. Superman right. is going to get like a fucking Superman might get Spielberg. Like they talk like they, they talk to no like Zaslav is saying like, fuck this. I'm bringing back new movies. I'm doing move money. He talked to Nolan. It was reported. And he talked to someone else like that's a huge name. Superman's getting that. And James Gunn's going to set it up in that perfect direction, which I'm so excited for. And like he posted a picture of Lobo and Jason Momoa was like, oh, y'all are ready. Jason Momoa's going to be Lobo. What? Like, dude's already Aquaman. This is fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it's, it's either they're going to like hard launch real hard or they're going to like <laughs> just restart. Like, I feel like we're, we're restarting, baby. <laughs> I think so. I mean, I think like we're like, OK, Reeves is happening yeah. and, we'll get, and like I might as well just go through everything and we can just talk about a free form. OK, so like, James Gunn is leading the charge. He teased wait, wait, can we talk, Terrific today. Can we, can we talk all James Gunn and then talk Reeves? Because like there's some Reeves stuff I'm hype about. 
All right. So yeah, let's, let, let's just finish Gun because like so. So James Gunn teases of Mr. Terrific today. Mm-hmm. James Gunn and Peter Safran are, are working on a mystery movie that could possibly be within the DC universe. Um, Henry Cavill's returning officially. Mm-hmm. Uh, a script for Wonder Woman three is expected and it's going to be present day flash sequel has already been written but we mm-hmm. don't know what's going on with that and d and wb saying that they want george mckay from 1917 to play the flash if they have to recast <laughs> yeah, they're recasting man it's happening <laughs> okay we're flash pointing this bitch and we're gonna we're gonna take jason momoa out of aquaman <laughs> we're gonna put him in lobo we're gonna keep henry cavill as superman we're gonna bring the black adam shit in and yeah that Snyder shit's out. Like some of that shit's staying. Yeah. Patty Jenkins shit's staying. Everything else is gone. And yeah, James Gunn's no gonna doubt. tell it through a multiverse event, which is gonna be dope. <laughs> Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yes, we're we're gonna find a way to can, to mix it all in, except for like you know the obvious things that aren't mixed in, like Titans. Yeah, uh, that that's not happening. <laughs> you know, I you know I don't really want to spend too much time on Titans. I know you didn't watch it. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> But was it, was it is it good? Like, should I watch first, it? first episode of season four? They kill Lex Luthor. What? <laughs> what? First episode of the season, they kill Lex Luthor right is off the bat. Good? Like, is the rest it's, good? It's, it's weird. I mean, they're going full magic this season. Oh, god, like they brought in Jinx episode three. Like, is yeah. Ra- is Nightwing kicking ass? I mean, he's more of just like leading, but he—I mean—he had fights ninjas in the in the first episode, and you have to figure into that. Is it is it still so? Is it still soap opery? To some effect, yeah. But I mean, like they are—is it more action heavy this season? It started pretty action heavy for sure. I I got through the first three episodes. Uh, The third episode is kind of a snore, but I mean, like it introduces Jinx. I mean, you just got to get through a lot of this magic stuff. But I mean, like the shock of like killing Lex Luthor in the first episode is pretty wild. Yeah, it's crazy. So like, they what's Superboy doing now? Like, what's he gonna do now? Yeah, I mean, Superboy went to visit him. Yeah, and they killed him. And he and uh, the some one of the magic people killed him. Got a snake to like pop out of his mouth and like kill him. Mm, but he was already good. dying. He might not die. He might not be dead. That might that might no, have been he like was, a... he was already dying. He already had kryptonite poisoning, and he um... was trying to. He wanted to meet Connor because he wanted to offer Connor LexCorp. Oh, is he going to take and it? And then, well, no. And then he dies. And then everyone's like, oh, well, Connor can't just kill Lex Luthor. So oh, he goes so to jail for an episode. Oh, okay. He goes to jail for an episode. And then they get him out because, like, they prove that he's innocent. But then okay, they got to okay. figure out all this magic shit. So Okay, real. All right. Well, I'm gonna che- I'm, I might check it out. I might see what's up. But, like, you know... James Gunn's going to give us what we want, and I'm excited for it. I'm excited. To yeah, see he's going to tie in the stuff that we want to see and make it mm-hmm. work. And I think, you know, having George McKay come in and be Flash, Flash after Ezra would probably I'm be ex- better. I'm excited to see who the Batman he's going to have. <laughs> if Pattinson is it, like... Well, I, also, I, I think George McKay could also be our Wally West. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which would be dope. Which would be dope. Like, we're getting we're getting a new Flash, a new Batman, probably a new Aquaman, and, he, and he's in... John Stewart is coming, baby. John Stewart is coming. Uh, like people are talking about for the Green Lantern TV show. No, John Stewart. And if it is, then it's gonna tie into the movie verse. John Stewart right. is gonna be the Green Lantern for this, and I'm excited. I think the Green Lanterns that are gonna be on that TV are gonna tie into the movies. Well, they, Why not well, have Kyle Rayner? Well, they said they canceled that TV show. So oh, they're they like, did. yeah, they did. Why? While, while we were away, 
and like they talked about rebooting it with John Stewart being the lead and having other ones with him. But I'm like, John Stewart needs a movie, so that's why. It, but that right. they announced that before Gunn got hired, so like now anything is possible now. Right. So yeah, what do you think about this Mr. Terrific thing? I'm hyped for this. I think okay, with well, Mr. Terrific, what I want Gunn to do with that 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 tells me they're really leaning into JSA for right now until the right. Justice League can come up. Because yeah, J- so the, it really worked in Black Adam, huh? Yeah, it did. JSA was really good in Black Adam. Uh, basically, I'll, I'll talk about Black Adam at the end, but it worked really well. Hawkman, cool. Uh, Dr. Fate, Chef's Kiss. Uh, Cyclone was all right. Adam Smasher was whatever. But whatchamacallit, uh, Mr. Terrific is in the JSA. It ends up being like a key member, like one of the leaders and you and he has like his own side team that he brings with him. You could have Mr. Terrific because he's almost like Reed Richards in a sense, like yeah. super smart. My pitch is have Mr. Terrific lead DC's Fantastic Four almost, which is like uh, Mr. Terrific just had a run of comics, which is I'm gonna pull it up right now. But the um, basically the people in his comic are. Um, I'm going to give it to you. 2021. Uh, Okay, here we go. His team involved Plastic Man, which I think is freaking amazing. Um, Plastic Man is an amazing team for him. Um, He had some other people in there. I'm trying to find the comic, but it was basically a a strong person and like a team that really resembled um, that really resembled the oh his, his team's called the terrifics that's why i was th- i was like what the hell is the, like is the uh thing called because it re- really reminded me of the fantastic four they're called the terrifics okay perfect let me give you the team i finally got it okay so it's mr terrific plastic man metamorpho and um and who's the other person oh, phantom and, girl and phantom girl like that is 100 the fantastic four phantom girl yeah a Sue Storm, Metamorpho is the thing. There's just no Johnny Storm in in Plastic Man in uh Mr. Terrific. Are Plastic Reed Man Richards has split. a Johnny Storm uh, uh, persona, attitude. but he's yeah. Reed Richards, and and Mr. Terrific is Reed Richards personified, like without the power, without like the stretchy powers, which is so interesting. So I think if they do a Terrifics movie, I think it would be great because it would be science based. Could, could that be their mystery? Mm, that would be a good mystery movie because it's weird enough for James Gunn and right. it's in, in introducing a team and it's doing something that, you know, DC hasn't done yet, which is science based stuff, which is when you get into DC science based stuff, it's cooler than Marvel's, in my opinion. Like you have the Mazos, you have Red Tornadoes, like DC science based world is very cool. And with uh, Amanda Waller having a uh, Task Force X, she can also start to run Cadmus, which would be like crazy. Right. So that's also think, a way that you can reintroduce Superman too. Yeah. Cadmus. Cadmus in. And that's a way to have the terrifics involved as well. Yeah. So I think that would be really cool. I, you know, we just saw that tease today. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like it's. Or it's you can have Mr. Terrific lead Batman and the Outsiders, which he's done. You can have him lead the Outsiders right. with Black Light. Black you know, I guess. My, my question is, as we transition to Reeves, where does Reeves first fit into this? 
Reeves verse feels like it's 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 its own thing, right? So I and mean, like, like I'm okay. Are we that. going to have a Batman in this gun verse that we're creating? We have to. We have to. <laughs> yeah, we have to. And it's going to be interesting how Gun does it. Is he going to be an older Batman? I feel like he's going to be in between. But I feel like Gun's giving us Robin, like real Robin. <laughs> like, does he skip right to Nightwing? Mm. That that's it, your Batman depends on everything. Because if you pick a Batman that, and see, you can still do Robin, but I mean, like you could do Tim. See, I was thinking instead. you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm thinking it's like 35 year old Batman, like like. So is that Jason or Tim? I'm thinking it's like 35, like 38 year old Batman, like in his prime prime years. He's had Dick already. Yeah, might you might need to do make it be Tim. Death in the Family might have already happened. Or yeah, because I think Jason would have already have happened. Or or. You can be ballsy and give it, make it Jason and tell for your Batman to be, and to be completely different than, than Reeves, tell death in the family. Yeah, I'd be cool with that. <laughs> but I mean, like the, the issue that I'm having is like, that's such a bat centric story. And this Batman seems disconnected because you're going to have the Reeves telling a Batman, Batman, Batman story where like, I feel like the Batman and the gun verse with that plays in the same sandbox as Gal and uh, Henry Cavill shit. has to be more s- s- Justice League centric, yeah, less yeah. Batman. Batman centric. So like, I feel like at that point you got to get rid of Jason mm, and move okay. on. Just say, just say it's Tim and say Death in the Family already happened. You could even go even farther than that and make it just Damien? the bad family. Oh. You could even. You, I mean, you could do Damien. I think that's a little too soon. But like, I think I think you could do a bad family. Like you could have like you know you can throw Stephanie in there and you can. All right, yeah. all right, all right. My pitch is I have two pitches. Aren't they going to do a Batmite thing? Death in the Family's pitch one for James Gunn's Batman. Pitch two is Tim Drake. Okay, so pitch two is James Gunn's Batman doesn't get a movie. You save that for Reeves. You give him a TV show, and it's Tim Drake figuring out that he's Batman, and it's that story. And it's just to introduce Batman, and it's Tim Drake. It, it's told through Tim Drake's perspective of him being a detective and figuring out that Bruce Wayne's Batman, and then boom, we're introduced to Batman, and now he's into this Justice League universe. It's Justice League Unlimited Batman. Yeah. So that's, that's what you would have to do for guns. And you, and you have and you have Nightwing already established because Reeves is giving us Batman. Because I, mean, I mean, like, and as we'll talk about when we get to the best movies of the year. I mean, what what Reeves is doing with Batman is almost akin to Paul Dini, Kevin Conroy. I mean, know, or you connect in that animated series. Or hey, brain fart, you connect Reeves's, you make Reeves's Batman Batman. <laughs> like you could, you very much could. Okay. <laughs> and like, I, me, you know, I don't think I don't think that this Gotham City is too far removed from present day. Me neither. I don't think, and they had pictures of Superman in the fucking universe. And people right. can say Reeves' Batman wasn't comic booky, but it was not like Matt, like fucking Nolan's, which felt like our world. Like that felt right. like a made up world that I could believe that a speedster exists in that world. The fucking Joker's there, bro. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like Reeves has been maybe Reeves now that they, DC has a direction. Maybe he's interested in putting his Batman in their sandbox. Possibly after they give him enough runway to tell. Yeah, his, exactly. We got plenty of time. 
Exactly. So that's pot. So possibility A is you get a 35 year old Batman, but possibility B is you let Reeves tell his story and then bring his Batman in. We just don't get Batman in the main DC universe for a while. And maybe that's why they're doing justice society to hold off on the justice league. So Reeves can tell his story. I'm sorry. So let's go to the two Reeves. Because the Reeves shit is great. Like they're, they're going balls to the wall, baby. So the Penguin series, we didn't mention this before we got on the hiatus, but Craig Zobel from Mayor Beast Town is going to direct. Let's That's fire. Fucking go. If you can't get Terrence Winter of Boardwalk Empire and the Sopranos, you go get the next best, the, the current Sopranos. Fucking Craig Zobel telling a fucking Gotham Penguin mobster story after Mayor. Come on, bro. Come on. And we got and, Christina Malone. That's yeah, so big what? Wow, like, bro, that is perfect. Matt Reeves cast. That, that's that literally is, her. That is her biggest casting of her life. Like, beautiful. This is, this is it for her. She is like, she's, perfect for Sophia. For Sophia Falcone. If anyone has read Long Halloween, and if anyone has seen any of Christine Milotti's work, from Wolf of Wall Street to fucking uh the Groundhog Day movie with yeah, uh, Palm Adam Sandler, Palm Springs, like the resort. She is perfect for this role. Perfect. So I'm excited to see her that's as in, Sophia that's Falcone. What, that's inspired casting, man. What that's, kind of things do you think Sophia Falcone would get into in a Penguin series? She's going to be opposing him. She's going to be trying to take the throne. She is. She's, she's a bad bitch. Like, she's like, nah, this is my dad's empire. I want this. You're not getting it. And it's Penguin saying, nah, I'm fucking taking it. <laughs> Which is fucking awesome. Like, there's no way Batman doesn't show up at the end of this movie, at the end of this TV show. <laughs> Robert Pattinson will show up in this TV show. There's Do you no think way. Zoe Kravitz has a possibility to show up? Possibly. Like, I, I believe it. Like, Matt Reeves can get them to come to this. If fucking, if fucking whatchamacallit is going to be in, 10 episodes of this or eight episodes of this, they're going to get Robert Pat. If, if what's his name? Colin Farrell can do TV. Robert Pattinson is only Kravitz doing TV. Yeah. Um, you know, speaking of great movies that are coming out or it came out this year, the Colin Farrell movie, uh, that he did with the in Bruges director that he, he and Gleason reunited. Oh yeah. The director I heard that's from pretty Bruges. good. I've heard it's really good. I want to yep. see it. Yep. And then see, um, see the next Reeves story, which is crazy. And so Reeves is meeting with writers and directors to build out movies. Yes, movies, not just series focused on the Batman rogues gallery, both established and more obscure with characters ranging from Scarecrow to Clayface to Professor Pig. All those projects are in very early stages of gestation. And that tells me that, like, we're going to get these villain stories and Batman's still going to be in them, like, which is crazy. We're going to get these origin stories for when they come into the Batman world. Which, which, if that's happening, that tells me that Reeves can move into gun. If we're getting characters like Scarecrow, Professor Pig, and Clayface, Clayface is the one that does it. It turns it to fantastical. I, I've always said yeah. Matt Reeves need like I think this Batman needs to fight Clayface. I do. Robert Pattinson versus Clayface would be like it, it would be more impactful than anything like any villain Nolan chose. Like is. Like, and I'm not saying it would be better than Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger is like the coup de gras ultimate chef's kiss, but that is just ballsy to choose Clayface. Like, do people not understand like shape shifting in 
a grounded bat. Like what? That turns it comic booky. Boom. Throw it yeah, in. Yeah, I mean, Clay, Clay, people don't understand how big of a deal Clayface would be in this world because of how played up he gets in the Harley Quinn series. It's really the only thing that most people know him for at this point. But like Clayface is a very traumatic character. Like if right. you remember from Batman, the animated series, being an actor who like starts taking these drugs and like it just like, oh, man. Or if you remember from the Batman, the uh, the other animated series where Clayface is a cop who is his friend, which, which they kind of do like the uh, like that their version of Harvey Dent. But like Clayface, which is a comic version, there is a version of that, which I fuck with if we're not getting Harvey Dent. Right. So, there's, so either mean, like, way they do Clayface is amazing. The pushback I have on this is that if they were trying to do their own thing with Clayface Scarecrow and Professor Pig, then that means that it's not necessarily going to be in the Batman movie series, which makes sense because obviously we're getting Joker next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see. I don't know about that. I don't think that's confirmed. I still, I still think Joker in the second movie is going to be basically Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Batman's going to talk to him. Like I, I like I, I'm. St- I don't think Gunn. He, don't, he doesn't know him yet. But they're getting to know each other. Like they do know each other. The deleted scene showed they know he went talk to him. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Like we like we're for, like we just we we forget the deleted scene exists and like happens. Like yeah. that's a real thing. Like so I I'm still waiting for that Clarice um fucking Hannibal Lecter moment. Cause I I think we're gonna get that for the second movie. And I think the third movie's Joker. Because Reeves, for all intents and purposes, makes it seem like he wants either Mr. Freeze second, Clayface, or someone like that in the second movie. Someone to make Batman be. That's what I'm saying. Like if you're if you're name dropping Scarecrow, Clayface, and Presser Pig, then I don't think any of those three are in the next in, movie. In the next movie? Okay. Well, there's probably gonna be a Mr. Freeze type. Or maybe you're name dropping them early to see what works and see what people clamor for. Maybe you get Clayface in the movie and you don't get his own thing. You know, maybe it's one of those. Or maybe you get him in the movie so you can get it into his own thing. That too. Maybe either or. Or maybe you introduce him in the movie, like he introduces backstory, but it plays out in his own thing or whatever it is. And my take on this is I'm kind of played out on Scarecrow. See, I would agree with you, but it's Reese's Scarecrow. Like, we could get a real psychiatrist, like a real Professor Crane, but. I do think that is too similar to Riddler, in my opinion. That's that's where I'm with you. But I think Professor Pig would would tear Bruce Wayne's ass like a, a serial killer. Like he needs a, a real like like, like who's, the Professor I, Pig arc in Gotham was arguably the best arc. Like I of like, all Gotham. But no matter what, the second movie has to make Pattinson become Bruce Wayne. So that's why I think Mister Freeze is perfect because. The Nora freeze, it makes him like deal with like his humanity. It's not like right. it's not a serial killer where Bruce Wayne can just beat where Batman, I'm Batman, I can beat your ass. Like, no, it's like this guy was fucked in like morally. Are you just beating his ass? Like, because like he's trying to save his wife's life. And then, you know, also, and, I guess and, that clay face could factor in if it was the, the two Yeah, yeah, or the two face, even if it's the, you know, the he took the drugs. And I think both versions makes him become Bruce Wayne and have to deal with Wayne Industries to try to save them that way as well. Think about right. it. It's science. Like, it, it's forcing him to become Bruce Wayne. Joker doesn't force him to become Bruce Wayne. Joker actually now, forces him more down the Batman hole. <laughs> now, I say that about Scarecrow, but if they wanted to do a Scarecrow in a different 
way in a different way like they're saying they want to do a scarecrow movie that's centric with scarecrow i mean you can have it with the arkham series like i think that that works like where scarecrow's like that like he is yeah so i mean like i'm not played out of scarecrow as a character in the reeves verse i just don't think that scarecrow should be the next villain you know, be yeah. batman 2 villain yeah no i agree or batman it's 3 <laughs> like just no. to be honest yeah, yeah. so <laughs> but excited for all dc we're on the up and up, baby, because Black Adam, that shit was gas. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, so let's talk about some trailers real quick. So um, you saw the Glass Onion trailer. Yeah. Great. Ryan's killing it. Uh, bro, I'm telling like, just all he has to do is continue doing this. Different plot, different setting, different cast. Benoit Blanc is back every time. I'm telling now, you, the, the only next thing one, I'm concerned about is we're going to get overdone with these whodunits. But that's what, and the next one, make it be Benoit Blanc has a rival. Like, because <laughs> like, like, I was, I was almost into the idea that they, that this was like at the beginning of the trailer where like Ed Norton is like, yeah, we're going to like play a game basically. And I was like, oh, it's different. But it's still, but it's, then, it's still, it's like, it's, it's a but game, but him, it's still, so, I mean, yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's both. Like, I'm ex- I- I'm okay if it's a whodunit as long as like I'm I every time the mystery works. The first time the mystery doesn't work, it's over. Right. <laughs> like you got you got we got to keep going. Like it's better than Death on the Nile. I would much rather keep getting a a a, a, a fucking knives out story than another fucking tale with Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> yeah, the only whodunit that I think has been up to par with the knives out is the, the Saoirse Ronan one. Was the Saoirse Ronan one? I, yeah. I just watched it this weekend. I heard that one's pretty decent. It's it's decent. It's yeah. it's good. Okay. It's funny. Fuck yeah. I'm gonna check that out. Um, it's on HBO Max right now. Let's nice. see how okay. they run. Sam Rockwell and Search Running. Oh yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Okay. Cool beans. All right, uh, what, so what we got next? The whale had a short trailer. Oh yeah, I didn't watch that. You didn't have to. It was only a minute. They only showed flashes. It kind of was just like pretty pretty much talking oh, about me. the critical acclaim. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, so we're gonna watch that. I mean, Brendan Fraser yeah. kind of gives the role the you know the performance of a lifetime so avatar 2 um may mean want to see it less yeah like that trailer looked ass there's no fern gully to rip off this time <laughs> pretty much i'm just like i'm just like what is the point of this at this point no wonder <laughs> why james james cameron was like yeah someone else should probably direct three <laughs> like no 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 wanted three i thought we wanted four five six nobody likes these superhero movies we need these original blue people movies like yeah let's keep them coming nah when you saw no one wanted to go watch the re-release your ass got nervous and then when no one responded to them trailers your ass got really nervous and then said oh superheroes the reason why my movies ain't working nah nigga that shit is trash <laughs> no it looks really really stupid <laughs> like they're, they're, i'm going <laughs> to disney world next week i'm gonna ride the, the fucking pandora ride it don't, I could ride that shit a million times. I don't give a fuck about that movie. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that was what I got the vibes of. I was like, they made this movie just so they can make more. Right. Yeah. yeah, this is for Disney World. Like, <laughs> you know, next time, next time, uh, after this movie comes out, next time people go to Disney World, there's going to be definitely be a water ride. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and there's going to be a real roller coaster, not some VR set. And the VR shit is fire, but it's going to be like a. A real roller coaster. Um, but and then the next trailer we got is Ant Man three Quantumania. My, fire. Oh wait, you man can't say that's not fire. No, 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 no. You disrespected my man Jonathan Majors, because how you gonna have Ant Man here and not Creed? 
You disrespectful. You disrespectful. Creed. I don't think I saw that. You didn't see it? Oh, we're going to have to pause this. <laughs> we're going to have to pause this. Let me talk about Ant-Man real quick while you pull this up. And let me know when All it's right. there and I'll pause this. My God. Jonathan Majors, beautiful. Beautiful. Because that shit will be litty. Because I'm, I'm hyped for that. And, you know, uh, I think the fact that he looks like just this badass villain in the in the way he's he's making he's blackmailing Ant-Man to do a heist for him. Perfect movie, because I was wondering, will yeah. he fight Ant-Man? No, he can't fight Ant-Man. Ant-Man will get his ass whooped. So we're going to blackmail you, make you do a heist and then you can escape because I'm a man of my word. That's hard. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I did see this trailer. Okay. Because I, I was like, that's the kid from AP Bio. Young <laughs> Jonathan Majors. <laughs> but yeah, and man, I'm, I'm ready for this. This looks like a good Marvel movie. It looks like they have direction for that for the Ant-Man movie. Like they know what they're trying yeah. to do. Um, you know, so it's, it's going to be weird with uh, Newton coming in, Catherine Newton being Cassie. But I mean, I think it's going to oh, work Oh, that doesn't out. bother me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like a continuity thing. But like, yeah. I think like it's going to be... But they couldn't recast the T'Challa, but I digress. Ant-Man. Oh, like, yeah. It's going to be the most um, serious, for sure. For sure. I think, like, was this the next movie after yeah, Black Panther? I think so. Well, I think Marvel is going to have a good year next year. I mean, yeah, you're going to get Ant-Man. And I think, what's the, what else they got coming out of the pipe? Hold on. I'm about, to put, I'm about to put up 2023. Mar- every upcoming Marvel movie. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Here we go. Because they got Loki coming out again next year too. So after yeah, Black Panther, we got uh, we have the Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy special, which Kevin Bacon. But then we have Ant Man. Yeah, in February. Ant Man in February. So and I think Guardians in, in the last James Gunn because he's going to DC May. It'll probably be fire. Which is Guardians, and then into the Spider Verse June. Fire. The so Marvels. Marvel's the years next year. The Marvels, which uh is going to be Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, which actually might be okay. Photon, I'm actually interested in. I am as well in July, and then uh the next thing after that is Captain America: New World Order, which we're excited for. <laughs> yeah, so 2023. Like, yeah, Marvel took an L this year to come up next year, and in 2024. So, and that's not even saying the series. Yeah, exactly. That that's without the TV shows. So yeah, you know, Ant Man's gonna be a great start to that. I'm really excited for it. Um, so, mm-hmm. good but Creed th- Creed three, that shit might be good. that might be the best Creed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they got Rocky's old ass out of there. And it's time to ball. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what a give, good give story. This is basically the Mr. T one, but without yeah. doing Mr. T by making it a childhood friend. That's badass. It, <laughs> like, you know, it almost it almost reminds me of uh, dare I say Black Panther? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Like, <laughs> like Jonathan Majors playing the Killmonger role this time. Pretty much, bro. Jonathan Majors looks jacked. Like he looks like he's about to whoop Michael B. Jordan's ass. <laughs> I'm wondering if that's going to be the case, like, because in Rocky 3, Mr. T beats Rocky at first. I know, because, look at it, Michael B. Jordan's champion, he's won multiple belts, he's losing fight one. Because right. if you remember in the trailer, his his uncle was like, you don't owe him nothing, come on, man, get back to yourself. Get, I think that's lost one, then they're going to do the training montage, and he went in the next fight. You know that's yeah. two fights? <laughs> he losing the first one. 
But I mean, that might does that comes out next year? Yeah, I'm hyped. Jonathan I mean, Majors having a big year. One of the biggest movies of the year. Yeah, bro. You know, the, the, the numbers that Top Gun got, I feel like that's what Creed 3 is going to get. Yes. Yeah. And Michael B. Jordan, this is his first directing thing. If this hits, oh, that puts Michael B. Jordan in a different category. Like, he was just Blockbuster Man. Now he's directing? Oh, if Michael. Okay. I see you. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's about to hit a different phase of Hollywood if he. If this, this lands as, as he, think it's he is showing me that he doesn't want to be Will Smith. He's showing right. me he, he wants to be he wants to not just be blockbuster man, which is beautiful. He wants to be Denzel. Yeah, yeah, for but, sure. You know, even though Denzel's not the best director. Yeah, he's he's okay. He's whatever. <laughs> Denzel's, Denzel's a great actor. <laughs> not everybody can do both. <laughs> uh, but um. That's Creed three, Ant Man three. Oh. So let's finish up with John Wick four. It looks good. Yeah, I'm super <laughs> pumped about it. I, I'm just know, ready I for it to end. Though. Paris stuff. Yeah, like I think it's the same movie. It as is. It's been it's the last, yeah, but like I'm just ready for the Continental, like right. or or the fucking Honor to Armas ballerina, ballerina, like that's which, what which I'm John Wick for. will be in, which I think is okay. Like that's yeah. fire. But like that's fire, yeah. I don't mean the whole movie. As for John Wick movies, when when Keanu Reeves fell off in New York, when he fell off that fucking third story off the fire thing and hit his head on concrete, I was over John Wick at that point. I was like, this is fake. (laughs) Like, who is he? Superman? Like, he can't fall from a fire escape three stories up, hit his head on concrete, and not die. What? Yeah, I mean, I think Keanu, the Keanu Sans, this will it's over. end the Keanu Sans. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so this niggas, niggas are tired of Keanu. <laughs> and we'll talk about why that even is more so in a little while. Oh, with Constantine? I don't know if that yeah. shit's happening. Like, <laughs> they're, they're talking about it like it's happening. So In the James Gunn verse? Like, that was announced pre-gun. I don't know. Maybe. Um, if it, but now, if it does, now, it's a little side story. Now we've done the trailers. Let's get into Trash Marvel. <laughs> uh, so Yahya Abdul-Mateen is in talks to be Wonder Man in the Disney Damn. Plus series. Bob Odenkirk also in the mix to be cast in a role in the series. That's Probably hard. the best news. Yeah, because Bob Odenkirk is going to be an actor. That's like Wonder Man's an actor. Yahya was like, look, I don't know what y'all doing at DC. And then he was like, fuck, James Gunn's there. Fuck, I'm Wonder Man now. Fuck. Maybe I can be both. Maybe I can still be Black Manta. <laughs> but then he heard Jason's moving to Lobo. <laughs> Hey, you know, all, all I know is that done. Lindelof is in Star Wars now. Yaya could go to Star Wars, which would be hard. Yaya is a Sith? Hard. Hard. I, I take it. Yeah, um, I would love it. So that, that's probably Jedi. one of the better stories. But then you got Sasha Baron Cohen and Toxby Mephisto. That's which is, a great story. That's a good casting. Yeah, that's huge. That If, that, if that's can, real. You do that pretty well. Yeah, I'm about to say, if that's real, that's badass. I, I don't know where that would... Would that be in Agatha Coven of Chaos? Uh, they said it might. He it's gonna start in Ironheart because the hood is a is, oh, a, right. is a believer in Mephisto. Yeah. Um, speaking of Agatha Coven of Chaos, but I think it would move to Agatha. Like I think that's you introduce yeah. it in. Well, yeah, Ironheart. You can be, you can be yeah. in all of this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Aubrey Plaza, Eric Andre, and Sashir Zamata are all cast in Agatha Coven of Chaos. Interesting cool. group. Yeah. So nice. Not mad. It's at not. Her. Not. Terrible news, but now we get to the bad news. 
Doctor Doom, reportedly not the villain in Fantastic Four. That tells me that Secret Wars will not be about him. Like that, like that tells me it, it's going to be about Kang and Reed Richards. The, my my well, guess for the me. yeah, my guess for the villain because they're going to save Doctor Doom for the next one. Uh, who was the Fantastic Four's first villain? That's who it's going to be. No, I, well, I don't think he was his first villain. In, in, in which in which in comics in the comics? Yeah. Okay. The first, I think it, it's going to be Mole Man. That's Mole Man? Mole Man, who the Incredibles... Mole Man? Mole Man, who the Incredibles at the end of their first movie ripped off. Oh, get the fuck out of here, <laughs> I'm telling you, that's who, the, Man? that's who the first villain's gonna be. Why? No, it's not, dude. Bet, bet me, bet me. No, it's not. Bet, bet, it's either gonna be Mole Man or Molecular Man. One, Bro, uh, I'm, I'm not going to go. <laughs> like, I'm not going to go see like the Fantastic Four it's fight about, Mole Man. It's about the first family. Mole Man, underground. <laughs> oh, fuck that. <laughs> Not not interested. <laughs> Over Doctor Doom, <laughs> you gotta set Bro. him up. They're saying you gotta set him up. <laughs> mole Man, <laughs> Doom's gonna mole be at the end man. of it. Yeah, Mole Man, he goes underground. Oh my god, trash! <laughs> it, it's so not gonna be doing? Galactus. It can't be. Like it's too early for that. I mean, yeah, look, and, and it makes Silver Surfer either. Exactly. So my thing is that actually makes me more excited because Secret Wars. I was like, bro. I was telling people you can't introduce Doom in a month and then do Secret Wars the next month. No. Well, it has it's to gonna, be Kang. Kang it's going to be about Kang and Doom's going to be introduced at the end of Secret Wars and you're going to find out that Doom's a descendant of Kang. That's my guess. And then the next, then in the next phase, Doom's going to be the main antagonist. Post-Kang. Right. Um, but the trash of the trash of Marvel is that they <laughs> want to do a Vision series starring you know, <laughs> Problematic Paul Bettany. <laughs> Wait, why uh, is Paul Bettany problematic? I missed it. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Let me see what he did. <laughs> is it bad like we shouldn't say on on uh, on, on air? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, his ass did it, so. <laughs> what do he do? What'd uh, at this do? point. Damn, what do he do? Prob- problematic. Let me, type, let me type in problematic and Paul Bettany see what comes up. <laughs> oh, about his Johnny Depp text? Yeah. Oh, his dark text message with Donnie Depp? What'd he text? Oh, he said he was going to drown Amber Heard? Wait, yeah. what? Oh, God. <laughs> no, what? Wait, Amber Heard would just mess with crazy niggas. Paul Bettany is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I called her an ugly cunt, worthless hooker. Filthy oh, my work. gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Get him out of here, problematic Paul Bettany. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's pretty misogynist. Okay. But, yeah, so. Uh, so yeah, problematic Paul Bettany getting a Disney Plus series titled Vision Quest, uh, which no one cares about, um, <laughs> where Vision is just trying to regain his memory and humanity. Why? Because he's dead. <laughs> his um, wife is while, fucking crazy now too. And, while the focus and, is on Vision, and maybe he's is dead that, too. While the focus is on Vision, where does that possibly Wanda will appear? Mm, maybe they're both come back to life in this. <laughs> just end it. <laughs> but. That's all the Marvel news, really. All right. We got news news. So Peter Safran, we talked about him earlier. You mentioned that he was a part of The Conjuring. He's working on Conjuring 4, which nice. is great because that's one of the best horror franchises there is. Yep. Uh, Carlos Lopez Estrada has been enlisted by Paramount, Bad Robot, and Toho to write, rewrite and direct the sci-fi anime live-action remake, Your Name. Wait, what? Uh, the film is currently in development and based on the 2016 animated romantic fantasy drama considered to be a modern classic in Japan. 
Lopez Estrada is currently writing the script. The initial version was written by Academy Award nominated screenwriter Eric Heisner, who is best known for his work on Arrival and Bird Box. Bad, Bad Robots J.J. Abrams will produce the film. In this reimagined version, two teenagers discover that they are magically and intermittently swapping bodies. When a disaster threatens to upend their lives, they must journey to meet and save their worlds. Toho will handle distribution of the film in Japan. Paramount will release the picture in the U.S. My gosh. I'm just going to say this. Please, please, please. Please don't fuck it up, right? Yeah, man. What the fuck? This is... For me, when it comes to anime, y'all know I am a battle. I like fights. I like mysteries. I like uh, Hitman stuff. I like basically Tarantino superhero movie anime. Like I like I like blockbuster anime. I like Shonen and Sanin. Gotta have killing gore. Like it doesn't have to necessarily always be happy like Naruto and One Piece. It could be like monster. But I'm not into slice of life anime normally. Uh, 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 shoujo anime either romance anime I'm not normally into that and your name was the first one that was like man this is beautiful please 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 don't fuck this up and I beg of y'all go watch the anime because it's actually like one of the best movies in the 2010s like it really is right. like it's that good I'm shocked that they're remaking that yeah, I was pretty shocked to see it too, and so that's why I put it in here. I didn't know if you had seen it or not. Damn, that's that, that's a, that's official. That's a, that was from Variety. Wow, that's wild. Uh, so Constantine two, as we mentioned, it's going to be rated R. That so shit apparently, ain't they're still talking about it. <laughs> that that's and something right. that sure ain't happening is Margot Robbie's Pirates of the Caribbean movie. It Margot Robbie, you're better than that. I understand you wanted to do it, get a woman's pirate movie. Go get some original thing, Margot Robbie, and kill it. You're a better actress than pirates. I'm just saying. Yeah. As the Animaniac said, retool it, reboot it, reuse it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Disney is returning to the world of the Princess Diaries. Oh. Uh, Audrita Lucari is pending a script for the new installment for Disney, which sources say is a continuation of Anne Hathaway's series rather than a reboot. Okay. Uh, Hathaway has not made a deal yet to return, according to sources, but she has publicly stated her support for a third installment and hope that she would return should a potential new film move forward beyond the script stage. She's going to have a kid. Right. She's going to be the queen. Probably soon. Yeah. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan are committed to making a Freaky Friday sequel, and Disney is interested. What? We are 50 years too late. What the fuck? (laughs) What? Lindsay, you're an old woman. Are we going to have y'all Freaky Friday with Grandma Jamie Lee Curtis, mom and daughter, where we all switch bodies? No. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. But, hey, Lindsay's trying to revitalize that career, so good on her. Oh, my God. You saw her trash Hallmark Christmas movie? I did not watch it, but my girlfriend did. (laughs) It's too early for Christmas movies, man. Um, so speaking of things on Netflix and trash, uh, Netflix is looking to get Greta Gerwig to direct the two of new Chronicles of Narnia movies in last year. Kill it. I'm going to just be like, what? You know, Greta Gerwig's great, but I mean, yeah. like Chronicles of Narnia, how many times have I seen that? <laughs> it's just Jesus. It's just Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Netflix is like, I saw Wheel of Time and fucking uh, Rings of Power over on Amazon. We got to get something. Witcher ain't working. Henry left. Wait, what? Witcher's dead. Henry left. 
Henry Cavill's not there anymore. They don't have nothing. Oh, yeah, Witcher's get... dead, yeah. Witcher's right. dead, yeah. yeah. We got Liam Hemsworth, the other... What? That's the Witcher? <laughs> Bruce must have some pull over there at Netflix. Uh, so WB... Um, Zaslav is talking about how he wants to make more Wizarding World movies. J.K. Rowling has yet to agree to adapting the first child. <laughs> they, 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 I thought he, he said he was committed, and then uh, once the internet got on his ass, he they pulled all that shit. They're not making Fantastic Beasts no more. They cut all that shit. No, so but he wants to make more Wizarding World movies. I think that there is a space to do so. It just won't be with J.K. Rowling though. That's the thing. Right, right, right. <laughs> but I feel like you know you could. Do pre Potter, post Potter, Fantastic Beasts, mm, yeah, and do the James Potter story. Oh, okay. You could also Where do post Potter. Yeah, doing James Potter's bully ass <laughs> and, and Young Snape. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I, I really uh, don't care for any more Harry Potter's man. Let that shit die. That shit makes money. <laughs> What's gonna make money is is that that video game. That video game yeah, expires. It does. I give it to you. That does. Uh, Paramount has announced that Avatar The Last Airbender film will release in theaters October 10th, 2025. This is an animated film. The first of the three planned standalone films and this one is the untitled Avatar Aang. They finally realized to give us some Aang content. Good on them. (laughs) Um, So that moves us to the TV news. So uh, The Witcher, as you mentioned, Cabal (laughs) Al, Liam Hemsworth, and as Gerald. How are they going to Pull that off, bro. I'm not watching. It's dead, bro. I'm not watching Liam. Liam Hemsworth as Gal. Nigga, please, (laughs) bitch, please. Where? Who? Chris. Chris. I get Netflix loves you. Why you put your brother in a lose lose, Chris? (laughs) That's a lose lose. (laughs) We got three other. We got three other Netflix projects here that are all better than. Uh, season three of The Witcher. Yeah, facts. Uh, so Sandman renewed for season two. I haven't nice. finished Sandman season one, which I guess says something about Sandman season one. But honestly, Sandman it, season one I is just, pretty good. Like it's not, it's not in my top five TV shows of the year, but like it's in the top fifteen. Um, and then Theo James, who's doing great on White Lotus, by the way. Ooh, I need to watch uh, that. Yeah, um, he is going to be the lead in Guy Ritchie's Netflix series, The Gentleman. Oh yeah, aren't they like continuing the gentleman story yeah. in TV form? Okay, Which was so a great movie. so I wonder if Matthew McConaughey is going to be in it, or is Theo James being the younger version of Matthew McConaughey, or is this like different branch of that? Different branching. You okay? Either way, I'm into it. Either or after or before. Um. So Westworld got canceled on HBO. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Netflix is going to move forward with the Gears of War project. Uh, nice with Batista. Fancast has Batista right now. It's not official. Oh, I thought that was official. No, that was him saying that he wants to do it. Oh. <laughs> or Batista if he don't get the job. They should just put him in the movie. He should. I mean, he was in Knives Out too. He's Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's a good actor. He's not John Cena, though, or The Rock, but, you know, he's tear under this. This could help him. It could. It definitely could, could. It definitely could, for sure. Um, so Amazon Hunters, which we enjoyed the first season, is coming back for season two, oh, its nice. final season on okay. January 13th of next nice, year. Nice, nice, nice. Interested to see what, uh, not Dylan O'Brien, what's his name? Logan Lerman. Logan Lerman. Uh, Obviously uh-uh. Pacino won't be back. because Yeah, he no, he's he's gone. He's out of there. Uh, so in, Indiana Jones series was announced. It's going to 
not star Indiana Jones at all. That's hard. It's going to be about Abner Ravenwood, who is Indiana Jones' mentor and Marion's father. So we're going to have a young Indy in it and probably a a young Marion. Raiders prequel. So we could see a young Mm -hmm. Indy. And um, Indy's dad. Young Indy's dad. And the young Indy's dad, so... Nice. Part of like the young Indian James Chronicles. Who's gonna be? Who's gonna be Abner? Uh, Sebastian Stan would be a good Abner. Yeah, I mean, he's doing too much. What's he doing? Well, you know, he's doing his projects like you know, it's Pam and Tommy's, and he's a hot. He's a hot name. That's what I'm saying. That would be a good. That would be a good thing for. But I mean, he's also doing the Marvel stuff, so it's like, Mm, yeah, okay. I'm trying to think. It can't be Tom Holland. (laughs) I mean, honestly, it could be Alden. Oh my gosh, can he stop being fucking <laughs> Harrison Ford roles? Like, my God. Give it to Chris Pratt and let's just call it a day. All right. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Find somebody new. That's what they should do. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see who gets cast in that, but it's obviously a better move for Indiana Jones. And, and oh, probably a British person. Probably. Yeah. So, um, so that gets us to the end of the news nice. and into movie on the rise. Let me go ahead and tell everyone what you got movie on the rise. I'm well, I gotta that. tell them it's that time for the show where we suggest one movie or TV show that's coming out this week or that's been out that we think you need to watch because we think is that hot fire. It is movie on the rise. Yeah. So for me, this week on movie on the rise. I have starring Sylvester Stallone, written and executive produced by uh, Taylor Sheridan, who you may know as the Westworld creator and everything. I mean, not the Westworld creator, the Yellowstone creator and all of his uh, amazing works. Taylor Sheridan has a lot of like great shit right out right now. Like dude is really one of the best American filmmakers and writers out right now. He made Wind River, Hell or High Water, Mayor of Kingstown. The dude hasn't missed. And his new thing is The Tulsa King starring Sylvester Stallone. Episode one is out. It's on Paramount+. Plus. I absolutely loved it. Like, it is basically taking a gangster, putting him into Tulsa, coming out of jail, and, like, trying to take it over. Dude walked into a dispensary and started, like, robbing it. It was like, yeah, y'all work for me now. He didn't realize it was legal. They were like, what are you doing, bro? (laughs) This shit's hilarious. The Tulsa King. So, Linda, let me ask you, because you did finish the offer. Is Paramount Plus on the rise? Yeah, it is. It is. The offer's great. <laughs> the offer is fucking great. And I have one episode left. Oh, you still have an episode left. Yeah, I have the finale. Of the offer. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah, that's a... Uh... That's like the premiere and the red carpet and stuff. Yeah, like <laughs> it's time to put the movie out. I'm hyped. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good one. Miles Teller did a great job, by the way. Yeah, I mean, like everyone's gonna talk about him and doing Top Gun and stuff like no, that. But honestly, like Al Ruddy, Al Ruddy was like a peak character for him. Like him in Top Gun is great. Him him as Al Ruddy is spectacular. And like, yeah, don't get me started on fucking Juno Temple. Juno Temple is like. She is coming up. Yeah, she like, is. Big name. Like, like Ted Lasso, she's great. This the offer, she's great. Like Yeah, I'm big on Paramount Plus. Oh, and Matthew Good was really good. Yeah. He was uh, oh. the the producer, right? The Yeah. And also got a shout out homie from fucking uh Grey's Anatomy is Marlon Brando. No, oh, it's Marlon Brando. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, that's fucking uh Karev. <laughs> yeah, Karev. Karev from Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> But yeah, the offer's dope. 
Um, so yeah, so we'll check out Tulsa King. But for me, my movie on the rise is uh, Tales of the Jedi. Which I heard it's amazing. I heard it's for people amazing. who probably haven't seen it, but it's it's good. I watched it all in like an hour because it's all little shorts. Count Dooku, I um, heard they does some fire shit. Yeah, the Count Dooku stuff is pretty top tier. It makes me really want to like dive into a Filoni led uh, pre episode one Qui Gon and Obi Wan. Series. Series. They should or do a Dooku and Qui Gon series. Dooku. Yeah, that's what they should yeah. do. That'd be hard. Hell yeah. I but haven't watched Tales of the Jedi yet, but I will. Because you get you get pre-Jedi Master Mace Windu. Hard. Um there's a there's a full Yaddle episode. Okay. See, and that would be um, badass. What are they fighting? Like, what are they what are they patrolling? Like that's what I would want to know in that time. Right. Um a lot of the some of the episodes fit within the movie, the movies. Like Yaddle, um, the Yaddle episode is right after Qui Gon dies. Oh, okay. And Count Dooku decides that he's fully gonna go with Palpatine, and Yaddle uh-huh. catches him going mm. to Palpatine, and then Dooku kills her. Ah, uh, and that's why she's like, not. In and the that's second. why we don't see her anymore. Nice. Okay. I didn't know Dooku didn't fully commit until Qui Gon was dead. Interesting. That's good lore. Don't say anything. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna he, watch he, it. He, <laughs> yeah. Don't yeah. say anything. I'm gonna watch that. Okay. Cool. Tales of the Jedi. I'm going to watch that shit. All right. Let, what are we talking first? You Oh, you tell us about Andor. You tell the people your thoughts on Andor and, and give it to So them. you didn't get to the end. I didn't finish. I didn't, I didn't get the finale. I'm, I'm one episode where, away. Where are you at? I have one episode left. The finale. The, 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 so like, the, so the last thing you heard is like, there's always, there's only 12 men, right? Like, yep. there's always 12. Mm-hmm. Fucking bomb end <laughs> to an episode. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, Andy Serkis is the man. Andy Serkis as Kino Loy. This, I, I <laughs> tweeted in one of my first tweets. I'm back on Twitter. I was like, "Is is Kino Loy Andy Serkis's best character, best live action character ever?" I think so. I think so Close. for sure. Like, gotta be. So wait, is it not? Is it not finished? The episode that you have left is the end of the prisoner arc, and there's two episodes left. Oh, see, I thought I just had the finale. Mm-mm. So you have oh. the end of the prisoner arc. Okay. Which arguably has two of the best speeches that Star Wars has ever had in anything. Mm. Okay. With Kino Loy's speech. So it's almost yeah. like I don't even want to talk about it because like Kino Loy's speech in, in the, the episode you haven't seen is one of the best ever. Okay, so should we and wait then, till next week? And then Luthen's speech is one of the best ever. But I can talk about it before yeah, that. Tell, we've, we've got a lot to cover. Tell, with just it tell the people. Never, tell where the we people ended was yeah. Where we ended was right before the end of the heist arc you tell the people your thoughts on andor and then i'll give my thoughts next you just break it down All this right. is the shuby hour so like it was a slow burn and i think like once it hits tv it's gonna be a slow burn for the people who are catching on oh TV yeah because it's going on hulu and I- abc and shit now that's how right. that's how much they believe in that show yeah but like once it hits andor's heist arc where he goes to um it's not canary I can't remember the planet. Um, Aldani. Yeah, Aldani. And he goes to Aldani. And he gets with that crew. And um, with Nimic Nimic and Steen and all that. Yeah. With Nimic and Yeah. Which great character work with those actors. And Mm -hmm. And and their payoff. Off scheme. Yeah. Because he's an asshole. Because he's a fucking schemer. (laughs) And was trying. Which you know was great because of his character on the bear. He just you know, true. You're right. Plays <laughs> <comeback>. <laughs> just a straight cousin. 
So, you know, Cassian gives him what he deserves, but Nemec was like the, Nemec is what we're going to find out to be, it was like the big turning point for Cassian meeting him and finding out like, you got to figure out what you believe in and, and who, and you know, what you're fighting for, which he ends up seeing with his faux mom character, the lady plays Aunt Dursley in the Harry Potters. Oh, I don't yeah. remember her name at the moment. But, um, you know, she was pretty much like, they can't get, the Empire can't get to me if in my head, like, I, I'm i I'm a rebel and I'm always going to work for the rebels. And she does crazy shit trying to like help the rebels, which oh, aren't even there we Marva. Go. Yeah. He tries to get Marva um, to help her leave Ferrix or whatever. Right. But Marva's like, they can't get nah. me in my head. I'm going to help the rebels. Yeah. I'm staying here. Marva's like, I'm chilling. <laughs> and then yeah. his ass get, goes to jail. <laughs> Right, and his ass goes to jail from you know fucking around in space, Miami. Mm-hmm. Just being a which being was, a fucking a cool goof. sequence. Yeah, yeah. Living, living under the name Keith Gergo. <laughs> yeah, Keith. <laughs> um. So yeah, he gets arrested and stuff like that, and he's gonna go. He goes to jail, meets Tino Loy, and you know has. And a that's lot what of turns him into the. There. Yeah, that's what makes him want to be yeah. join the republic. Uh, the the the. the uh... The revolution or whatever the the rebels. right and i'll get and i'll get to how that ends next week when you see it and you know i'll have a little bit more idea of what's coming on after that after i see tomorrow's episode okay uh, but pretty much like where you're at you know you kind of see him kind of get into kino Loy's head be like you know when they talk to that doctor and the doctor's like who actually was james potter in Harry oh potter. yeah dr dr Rasiv. And so they're talking to the doctor, and the doctor's like, yeah, they killed a whole floor. Mm-hmm. No one's getting out of here. Even if they, you get out, you're just going to go to another prison. Yep. And so, like, um, K- Kino's, like, trying, Cassian's trying to convince him to join. It's like, fuck, we have no choice. We got to do this. Got no choice. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's going on with that. But at the same time, you got Luthen and Mon Mothma doing their scheming. And and Val. Yeah, and Val. Or yeah. Val, or whatever. Yeah. And we find out that Val is Mon Mothma's Mothma's sister. Cousin? I thought it was her cousin. That's her sister. Oh, it's her sister. I thought it was her cousin. Okay, real. Um, so that so she's my mom's sister, which is wild. Yeah, that's crazy. She doesn't she doesn't know that she was Aldani. She doesn't know yeah. that she was a part of that. So she's on she's doing her own rebel shit, like even more of a of a rebel than yeah, they're just Mon Mothma. Getting money. Mon Mothma just trying to gain that money with Cole. Yeah, Mon Mothma's just raising the money, which you know, you'll find She's starting to deal with gangsters in the episode you're about to get to. Ooh. Like she only has a small bit in the next episode, but it's her talking to this gangster that, that um her friend from childhood wants her to meet. Okay, real. Okay, fire. Um who who tries to pull some like Game of Thrones type shit. But we'll, spe- we'll get speaking to that. speaking of, is it is it is it House of the D time? No, real quick with uh with Andor. I think Andor is probably one of the best Star Wars things we've ever had. Yeah. Um, just because Tony Gilroy is making it more so than it's just the, a it's the best Star made Star Wars thing. It might not right. be the best Star Wars thing because I still like Mando as well, a Star and, Wars and the, thing. And that's the thing. It's hard to have that conversation with you right now because you haven't seen the episode that oh, changes yeah. everything. Okay. Like this the, the episode that you have left is what changes everything for everyone. It's like, oh, so we're actually like going to have like really top tier acting top tier writing like this is like top tier star wars okay top tier like cinematic masterpiece in television all right well are you hyping it up next week we gonna get to it it's madness all right 
yeah, like the Luthen stuff in the next episode is wild. It's yeah. it's it's crazy. It's absolutely so, crazy. And some of the best lines I've ever heard. House of the D, my boy. Oh, Bagog. No. <laughs> I don't even yeah. know where we left off on fucking House of Dragon. No, nah, I thought we. I thought we. Was I it we, right before the last two? Yeah, pretty much. We were. We we, we which, didn't miss the which, episode, which is good because they're pretty much, you know, apples and oranges. You get Team Green and how they react to the death uh-huh. of the series. Yep. And then you know Team Black and how they react the death of Luke. to the death of the series. Oh yeah, yeah. Not not Luke cares. Yeah. Well, no, isn't it? The um, de- so like, it's not the, wait, isn't it the death? It's a son for a son, huh? Right, but that's the end. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right, So right, like, right. so where we were, where we left off was Viserys like coming in, and we had like you know Damon chopping off that dude's head and shit like. That. Oh yeah, because so blood and cheese, eight. blood and cheese is gonna happen next season. They ended next on the season. cliffhanger of Luke dying, so then yeah, Damon's gonna be like an eye for an eye next season. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so yeah, it was the death of Viserys and seeing how both. I, I hated how they made Damon seem like a bad dude, like a a rapey, like just bad dude to Rhaenyra. In the, in this episode, people would have like I thought it would have been better if you'd have just left Damon as like this mysterious figure. Uh, do we like him? Do we not? And then next season, when you see what happens with Blood and Cheese, it's like, oh, we really don't like this dude. He's evil. Facts. I think that was what they were trying to ease you into. But uh, wouldn't it, wouldn't it, you don't think it would have felt better if they would have just did like just straight up showed it that next season? Well, I don't even think like, you know, I think there's still a bunch of gray area for that, but like what they did with Damon. So I guess we're talking the team? black team. Real quick. Yeah, team. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so like, you know, what they did with Damon is they kind of showed that like at the end of the day, what he thought Rhaenyra was isn't what Rhaenyra was. He thought yeah. Rhaenyra was more like him this than less like Viserys. This badass conqueror like, trying to fill out Aegon's dream and everything, but she's trying to concede and like, he ain't about that. He like she's trying. trying she's tr- she knows about the song of ice and fire, and she knows that she lives for a purpose of having to carry the weight of yeah. knowing that she has to unite the realm against the force in the north. Yeah, true. And Damon doesn't know that because Viserys never trusted Damon to know that. And so in the yeah. conversation where he chokes her, it's just another thing of like Damon realizes that Viserys again kept Did, something from him. From him, him. yeah, true. And he's mad. And, he, and he's this, mad. And this That's is going to weaken Rhaenyra. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and this is going to weaken Rhaenyra for him not to be able to do what he wants to do because she has this Viserys dream bullshit that, like, that. That's how Damon sees that. Damon's yeah. like Viserys and his dream bullshit. Come, no, come you're right. Me again. And then, then and that's so where that's he just his, he dips out. He's like, I'm going to just recruit dragon riders. I'm getting out of here. And he, yeah, <laughs> and he's like, you know, we're just going to fucking, you know, we're going to be the team dragon. We're going to get all these fucking wild dragons and tame and then, them. And he gets fucking, whatchamacallit, to partner up with them too. So they have the sea, Corliss. Yeah, the sea snake, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like all, now well, it's I mean, just that, like. That was more of Rainice. And so like, yeah. that's where we kind of can talk about episode nine where, you know, the greens are keeping Viserys under wraps. They're like, we're going to install Aegon. You know, Allison thinks that fucking <laughs> Viserys said that Aegon wants to be king. And then she goes into the small council is like, guys, like, I don't know how to tell you this, but he said that he wanted Aegon to be king. And everyone's like, all right, all so right. we're going to go with that plan that we've been going with. And she's Even like, though, what? like, what makes me mad is I thought it was supposed to be fucking uh, the kingmaker. Kristen Cole, they like cut out all, like they gave all of Kristen Cole's king stuff to uh, Allison, I heard. 
I think there's still, yeah. Yeah. Like, like they said, all Kristen Cole was just, I put the crown on you. Wow. <laughs> Kingmaker. <laughs> what a bitch. <laughs> but it serves, like, his character is a bitch, though, so it makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, he's... So, yeah, the Greens are doing all this behind-the-scenes shit. Rhaenys is, like, looks at Allison and is like, Allison, like, have you never even thought about being on the Iron Throne? Like, mm-hmm. are you such a subservient little bitch that, like, you're just going <laughs> to let... You're just going to She's And Allison's like, well, you know, we can manipulate the men from the chat. She's like, I don't want to manipulate the man. I want to fucking lead. Yeah, true. Like, and, and so, like, which is a bad bitch attitude, which I love. Mm-hmm. And, and so she comes up out of the, the dragon's uh layer thing king's landing i can't remember what it's called and um oh the dragon you know, pit? kills like yeah the dragon pit kills like thousands millions i don't know how many fucking people that she kills and mm-hmm. almost has the opportunity to do it but if it wasn't for allison getting in front of uh Aegon, she's like i can't kill another mother and yeah so her mindset yeah Rhaenys would and also, and, also Rhaenys. Not, and also that is not her fight who Rainice is like, this isn't oh, my fight. Yeah, it's not. It's my place to kill them. And he's like, and Rainice don't fuck with Aegon either. Right. Like, Rainice is like, fuck this. Like, I'm not with all this shit. Like, she, I feel it's like a, she, she hates all of the greens. But she also doesn't really like Rhaenyra at this point. Yeah, true, 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 true. She don't really fuck with but, 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 but she also knows that, like, for the best of her grandchildren... She yeah. has to side with the blacks, but then she goes over there and realizes that Rhaenyra is exactly the leader that they need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's like so, they have to. So do she a convinces Damon Corliss to join to, to join the squad. Yeah, and it's just like they just don't fuck with Damon. So it's like no. they need Rhaenyra to be like the leader of everything. But my thing is the shit when Luke goes meet with Lord Boros Baratheon, boy, and Aemon fucks that nigga up <laughs> on accident. Oh no, that was real. <laughs> oh, you saying on accident? Yeah, I was gonna say that's planned. Aemon, Aemon ate that guy. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that was the really mastery of the storytelling is that, like, you know, Aemon just wanted to fuck with him. Yeah, <laughs> but like the whole theme of the House of the Dragon is that what Becerra said to Rhaenyra, we don't control the dragons. The, the yeah. think that we control the dragons is hubris. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're gods. We have, yeah, we, we just ride. Gods. Yeah. And so, like, that just shows where, you know, the dragons are going to do what the dragons do, and you have to live with those repercussions. So mm-hmm. at this point, what we're going to find out in the episode one of the second, second season of Hot D is what will Aegon do? Will Aegon go and be like, I didn't mean for that to happen? Or what he's actually going to do is he's going to go there and be like, I fucking killed him. I killed him, yeah, he's, straight up. Like, this is what, we're, you know, we own this shit, fuck them, let's kill them all. But it's but see the crazy thing is Aegon's gonna take credit for it, but it's Aemon who did it though, you know? No, I, I'm saying Aemon's gonna oh, take okay, credit. Okay, for okay, it. okay. Yeah, Aemon's yeah, gonna yeah. come back. And oh, yeah, yeah, Aemon's yeah. gonna be and Aemon is I gonna be you, like you said. You said Aegon. It confused me. I said okay. Well, yeah. Aemon, I was gonna say yeah. Aemon, Aemon is definitely gonna go take all the credit for it, and then his ass is gonna get fucked. Damon is gonna fuck him up. <laughs> an yeah. Eye for an eye, bitch. Blood and cheese. <laughs> But we got a lot more shit to happen before that even happens. I feel like that's going to be the finale. You think that's there's the finale? Or that's a there's a lot, lot more death to happen. I can't even fucking say it because I don't want to admit ruin it for all these people. But I mean, yeah. like we got like several more people in this family that all have right, to die. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. But I'm still hyped. And talk about what a great way to end it with a good dragon battle. 
Right. Like that was the best dragon battle I think we've seen in the show. And for people who didn't expect it, it was shocking. 100%. I was shocked. <laughs> Even though like I kind of knew it was coming, but it was just like, man, like Eric's and fucking uh, Vagar were just going at it. And Eric's burned the shit out of Vagar. Right. And I like the scene with Luke where he's got, he's with him at the A-Rex uh, before they're yeah, trying to leave and he's like yeah. calming him down. And mm-hmm. he's like, he's like, Luke was know, a good guy. Listen, man. He's like, listen to me. Like, you know, he, you know, he was, he was obviously a, had a strong connection with his dragon and was like trying to get him to like, listen. And it was a mm-hmm. young dragon at that point. Yeah. Vagar has been there for like, you know, generations. And, t- and so, talk about the Baratheons being pussies per usual. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I did like where Boris was like, you know, Eamon's come here and he's offered to marry one of my wives. <laughs> yeah, you, you, what, you, what you got? My, I made it. My, my daddy made a deal with y'all. I didn't make a deal with y'all. Which is fair. Yeah, what is what is you Honestly. know. And but like Luke's dumbass, like you know, he has a younger brother who he could have betrothed to, like yeah, one Luke, of these you know, hoes. Luke but, is like, a good dude, but he's not a he's not a king. Like Luke, Luke well, would have made a good he's a knight. Kid. He didn't understand what yeah, he had to do. Like, like obviously, he couldn't marry one of the. Amon's an he adult. Could, like offer to anyone. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a shitty thing. There, he has to battle an adult. <laughs> right. Well, so, I mean, Eamon's technically not that much older than him, but he just true. looks, he looks older like, than yeah. you know, this cast. He's an actor. Yeah, true. All right. Well, House of the D was great. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Must yeah, I mean, House, House of the Dragon is going to be... In it's in my top five shows. Yeah, it, it is in my top five shows I mean, here. The, the only shows I have over it is The Bear and uh, uh, Tokyo Vice and Winning Time. That's it. Right, and I think Tokyo Vice honestly is more niche to us than it is to the general. You think? Like, <laughs> but it's great. Like Michael Mann did that, bro. Like it's great. Right. <laughs> but you're like, right. It's not. Like, it's House of Dragon is like cultural zeitgeist. Tokyo Vice is like niche noir Michael Mann fans. Right, and you know it's going to be defining of the year. House of Dragon. Like, there's a reason that it totally made. Brings the power obsolete, but I could argue that the bear had just as much cultural impact. Because for a show, oh, I mean, to... I'm not arguing with where he's oh, the bear. Okay, I was I was just about to say because for a show to come out about she- yes chef and all that, like people started making the bear recipes, like people cook like the bear, like the bear did what House of the Dragon did, but without the Game of Thrones like name behind it. No, I mean the bear is argu- is not even arguably the bear is like the best one show of the year. Shows yeah, that came out this year. No, for it's sure. So- so I mean that's that's easy. It's easy what, to say. What, but House of Dragons, what would your what would your top five shows be as of now? I have The Bear, Tokyo Vice, Winning Time, House of the Dragon, and Peacemaker in at number five. Because I got to show love to the superhero shows. Peacemaker was great. And people are like, damn, Winning Time over like Under the Banner of Heaven. Yeah, sorry, Winning Time was fucking phenomenal. <laughs> I probably have to drop out Winning Time and put in Andor and keep all the rest. You're dropping out Winning Time for Andor. Bro, you know we loved some fucking Jason Clark as fucking <laughs> his, his, uh, our boy, fucking uh, Jerry West. <laughs> well, I mean, like it was, it was either that or Tokyo Vice for me. Oh, so. okay, I get it. I, I, honestly, I can see you cutting Tokyo Vice. I feel like you liked Winning Time. I can see me cutting Tokyo Vice too, because you know it's just one of those things where it's 
not something that's easily rewatchable because like once you know what happens yeah you um, know but in winning time you can rewatch over and over again even though season two of tokyo vice is gonna be crazy oh yeah yeah (laughs) i mean i think like tokyo vice was one of those experiences on a week-to-week watch that was phenomenal yeah it was perfect like it was a great week-to-week shows like damn okay we it, it was the thing we needed at the moment it was just Perfect, and it's like, and so it was the perfect mix, mixture of mixing like American in, drama ja- in Japanese, Japanese cultures. Yeah, facts, and and really giving us a real yakuza story. It wasn't like right. Black Rain, which was like, oh, white savior. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Shout out to Michael Douglas for Black Rain. I might watch that shit tonight. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, that, all that was really good. That's probably the five that I would put in there. Okay, um, and then you know what people are saying is a good movie to get in our top five movies. Barbarian. Talk about some hot mid. That shit was Troy Ave. <laughs> Wait, let me. I don't know go. what that means. What is Troy Ave? Troy Ave. Troy Ave is a rapper, and when you call, when you call something Troy Ave, it means average. Let me go get average. cursed real quick, and you tell the people how you feel. I'm gonna get cursed to tell y'all how she feel about Barbarian. That shit was. All average. right. Well, you know. It's- the only thing I can say about Barbarian is that, you know, that that uh the, the main chick that lives in the cave had some swangers. Um like these weird inbred titties or whatever. Like that was the one thing I remember the most about. But then he is just like the weirdest monster movie that they probably put out in a while. Um and it had some twists and turns that were semi interesting. Like it's a movie that is like I would say worth watching, but it's not like I don't know why people are calling it as big of a horror movie as it was. Cause I mean, it's just, as Lyndon says, average mid, I mean, it's, it's fine. Um, I think there are some other horror movies that are probably a little bit better. I haven't seen Pearl yet, but I have seen X and X is pretty top tier horror. Uh, I mean, you know, even scream that came out this year was pretty good um but that was also pretty average um so i mean like when it comes to horror there really hasn't been anything that's been too much like but there was nothing about barbarian that really was scary it was more funny than anything else um there are a lot of like i said like you know the the main antagonist villains were just like kind of caricatures of like creepiness a lot, a lot of the stuff before you were introduced to like the main antagonist you're look, like, look who it is it's sheila guest number one oh sheila again <laughs> you know we won't put you on air but schubert will be able to see you all right come on come yeah. tell us curse tell us what you yeah, thought barbarian of the stupidest fucking movie i've ever seen in my entire fucking life that was that was yes horrible i've seen tiktoks yeah, so- i've seen tiktoks with more story than that yeah, I don't understand what the fucking point of the beginning was when Justin Long just came out of nowhere. Like, what was the whole point of the? For, I, I don't. Why did we have to see that man? I don't get And why did Keith have to get his head slammed against the fucking wall? That was fire. That was the best part. <laughs> we thought Keith was going to be the creep. It would have made sense if Keith was the creeper, or if you started the movie explaining who Saggy Titty Lady was. Right. But that we didn't sense. know who we didn't know who Saggy Titty Lady was until like halfway through. Well, there were and there were too many questions left with that. Mm-hmm. It ended with the dumbest shit of Saggy Titty Woman Lady 
saved the girl when she fell off the fucking water tower. Water tower. And then she just and she just choked Justin Long's ass. And then and then Shaggy Titty Lady shot herself and the movie ended. Or no, Tess shot Saggy Titty Lady because she was like, kill me. And then they killed her. And the movie just it just ended. That's trash. <laughs> Thanks, Curse. That was Curse, ladies and gentlemen. Bye, Shishi. Bye, Kirsty. First time Curse has ever appeared on any pod to talk about barbarian. All right, well, don't say that out loud. I'm coming. I'm co- you can't say that out loud, but I'm coming. This is on the air. We can't come in. <laughs> Did you hear what she said? No. All right, cool. All right. <laughs> but yeah, no, bro. Barbarian was. I don't understand these horror movie fucking indie geeks. I'm calling them that. Are saying this is like movie of the year. What are they fucking watching? Yeah, what I said when you were uh, getting cursed was that honestly, X is probably a better horror movie. I told my friend that today. I was like, X was definitely better than this. Like by far, yeah. Nope was better than this. And but Nope well, is not necessarily a nope's horror. Not really yeah. horror. Yeah, but um, but uh, yeah, but X is a pure horror, and it's probably the best horror movie you get. Uh, I haven't seen Pearl, but I heard it's just the same. Pearl. Pearl's so just like X, yeah. Bodies, bodies, bodies. I heard is up there too. Okay, so, I haven't seen it. But m- m- for my top five movies of the year, it's still the Batman number one, everything all at once number two. Uh, what I have at number three? Let's see. What did I have at number three? I think I had Prey. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Number three, I had Bullet Train. Number four is Top Gun slash Prey. Number five, Turning Red. Turning Red was a great movie, man. Like, this year, low-key is a great movie for animated movies. Like, The Bad Guys, I watched right. that. It was good. I enjoyed it. It was good. It had a good cast. Um, you it know, did. The Bob's Burgers movie came out this year. That was yep. good. Lightyear um, came out this year. Lightyear. Mm-hmm. Super Pets is coming out or is out. Uh, it's out. Yeah. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Uh, you had the One Piece okay. movie. I mean, it was just a good year for animated movies. Minions. Minions. But uh, for me, I pretty much have four of the same ones as you. Uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Batman, Prey. Um, what was uh Turning Red? Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, the other one that is left out. But I think a lot of people would. Agree is really good as the outfit. That was one oh. that I really liked. Uh, Ryan Lance. Did I watch the outfit? I don't know if I've seen that. I need to watch no, it. Mark Mark Rylance, uh, Dylan O'Brien, Zoe Dutch, uh, See, Charlie Hunnam. You, you need to watch Bullet Train because that would be on yours. But we both right. need to watch the unbearable weight of massive talent because I heard that's incredible with Nicholas Cage. Right. Yeah. Like, also, the other things I want to see at the moment, I want to see the Weird Al. Yankovic. Yep. Yep, you got. We got to um, see. I want to see uh, Bullet Train, like you said. Yeah, you got to see Bullet Train before the year ends. Before I want to see Nope. I'll be able to see that next week. Nice. Yeah, I got to see that before the year ends as well. Nope, Nope would be in my top ten. It's not top All five, right. but it's top ten. I want to see Vengeance because I still hear Vengeance. It's on Vengeance. Peacock. I just need to watch it. Yeah, you should watch it. I don't think it would crack your top five because it's got some uh, plot error. Plot holes. Oh damn! But okay. um, but but it's good. Okay. Oh man, the it's, gray man. Talk about top five disappointing. <laughs> yeah. The gray man was a disappointment for sure. God, the great the gray. Oh, the Northman's on the top ten for sure. The North Northman, man, yeah. Northman falls at number like yet. number six, number seven. Yeah, you need to watch that. That's on Par- uh fucking not Paramount. Uh, uh I want to see Hustle. Peacock. Oh yeah, with the basketball movie. 
Yeah. Yeah, we got to watch that. Yeah. I want to see the greatest beer run ever. Um, oh, I need to see RRR. Yeah, I want to see Amsterdam. Despite its, yeah, yeah. Despite all the, the shit they say about it, yeah. Uh, I want to see where the crawdads sing. I want to watch Ambulance. You need to watch Spiderhead. Ambulance is good. I watched it. I enjoy it. Um, but we need to watch Spiderhead and Don't Worry, Darling. <laughs> I heard Spiderhead is bad, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I heard it is too. <laughs> uh, and Elvis, I need to see any Elvis. Yeah, yeah, Elvis is on the list. You're right, and I think that might be it. I mean, yeah, there's they, some other things that maybe I'd like to see, but may not be like that are coming out. But yeah, they're not important right now. Like I want to see the Zoe Dutch movie where she fakes being in Paris during a crisis. Yeah, the um, Batman is still number one, man. I'm sorry. Like, you know, I, I, t- I would tell people to see see how they run. It's pretty good. Like, I'm um, trying to see what's coming out for the remainder of the year, and there's like, oh, Knives Out. Knives Out's probably gonna crack it. Maybe Knives the Whitney out. Houston biopic. Maybe looks pretty good. I think that might be it. Like, I'm trying to see. I'm looking at like stuff that's coming out. Oh, Bones and All. I heard it's pretty good with Timothy Chalamet and Taylor Russell. Is that a movie? Yeah. Okay. I thought that was a series. Uh uh-uh, uh. That's a movie. Oh, and The Fablemans, people say it's good, but that's not going to be our cup of tea. No, I'm, I'm not really interested in the I'm Fablemans. not interested in The Fablemans either. Black Adam would fall in top 15. And, and depending on if some of these movies aren't better than Black Adam, might fall in, at, in number 10. Because The yeah. Rock did his thing, man. Let me just say, The Rock killed it. Like, people were saying he was dull and whatever. I was like, no, The Rock actually acted. He actually showed an anti-hero side of him. Was the plot uh, very surface? Yes, but it was a good superhero movie. The plot was surface, but it didn't have anything. It wasn't bad execution. It was showing how Black Adam started, how he was this and he's not a hero, and it was showing uh, the issues with conduct in America and how this this government system is fucked up and how Black Adam is going to, you know, be the protector. And I rocked with it. It was great. Uh, standouts, no, Aldous Hodge, and fucking Dr. Fate. Yeah, I need to see that. I really do. And then the last thing I saw that I heard is good that um, I want to watch is the John Hamm movie Confess Fletch. Oh, I've never seen that, but that's, that's on, on Amazon. Yeah, it's on Paramount Plus. That's on my Amazon. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, yeah, that's pretty much everything, man. Glad to be back. Yeah, it's good to be back. We'll get more into the groove of things as we can continue. Um, we'll talk Andor's too. We'll we won't have an episode, episode next and... week, though, because I'm going to be in Disney. Right? Okay, yeah, you can be in Disney. And when I get um, It's the week after. Which is fine, because it's Thanksgiving week anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so we'll do that after Thanksgiving, and we'll talk three episodes of Andor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I'll be caught up. So that I would actually, we would actually be talking group of Mally. Yep. So, and you watch Tulsa no, King? No, we'll be the, the day before because it's ah, two, because yeah. they come out on Wednesday. So yeah, you watch Tulsa King, and we'll talk about that too. We gotta talk about Stallone right. as a fucking mobster. <laughs> it's the funniest shit. All right, but uh, yeah, I could talk about that. Um, are, are you putting your review of Black Adam on this or now? Uh, yeah, bro. I mean, like I, I talked about it enough. That's pretty much it. We'll end it. All right, all right. <laughs> um, so that wraps up everything here on the Bros Who Binge podcast. Thanks again for staying with us. I uh, hope if you've fallen off, you you find me back, back in, baby. Bring back um, in. We're back because we'll 
we'll be getting back into the movie content on the on the network with uh, yes, we'll get Ian back into it. I know Running back, yeah. You, you got to watch Rush Hour. We're doing Rush Hour. We're, we we no, cut so Rocky. Apparently, we're doing Rush Hour. <laughs> yeah, Rocky. we cut Rocky. We're doing Rush Hour when we get back. <laughs> All right, so we'll expect Rush Hour in a couple, you know, a few weeks or so. <laughs> exactly. And um, and I'm probably do a Christmas thing. At exactly. Literally, when when I get back from uh, pretty much. When I get back from Disney World the week after, expect like rush hour. That's the week of the 30th, the 29th, that week, rush hour. But then after that, we're start, we're taking a pause from the list and doing the Christmas movie rundown per usual. Right. We gotta see what yet. but we gotta see which ones we I did already. Trying to do the Grinch. So. I know. And we gotta see which ones we've done and then like adjust and do ones we haven't done. Because we did National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. Right. And I feel like we did another one too. Might yeah. have. I don't know. We'll figure that out. So because I mean, like, we could do the Christmas, the Christmas story. Yeah, we could. I'm. I. I just typed in running back into our content. Coming out. So we, could we do Home Alone. So we we only did National Christmas Vacation. Okay. Right. So we could do a lot. Lit. Nice. Yeah. Home I mean, Alone. We could, probably. We could just do the Grinch. We'll probably do the Grinch for Ian. <laughs> and we'll probably do the Grinch in Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2? When they go to New York. Oh, my God. You don't like the New York one with Donald Trump? <laughs> no. <I don't. laughs> All right. We'll, we'll, pick, we'll pick one besides the Grinch. But we're doing animated Grinch, huh? Oh, no. no Ian's going to want to do Jim Carrey Grinch, huh? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, oh, gross. All right, we'll talk about this when we do run it back. We're going to put yeah, it in a list. So that, Wheel spin. But, uh, what's, what else is going on with the bros? Think oh, yeah. Out now, check out the wrestling podcast, the work shoot show. If you're a fan of wrestling, WWE, AEW, myself and the host of What Do You Say Anime, Peter McGinn, do a wrestling show. We've, we've collabed for this. Check it out. Episode six is out. It's literally one of my favorite podcasts that I do. I love talking wrestling. Check that out. Uh, anime talk will be out before I go to Disney World. So before Saturday, me and Chris are going to try to record it tomorrow for Friday. But worst case scenario, it'll be out before Saturday. Uh, I'm doing a one piece review by myself and one with Verson. So those will be out. Jazz and I are doing a Black Clover review. And then the Brosening podcast will be out. A lot of stuff will be out before I leave for Disney World. And I'll record some extra stuff on the side as well. So be on the lookout for all of that. But subscribe to the YouTube. Subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts. This will be on the YouTube as well. So shout out to shout out to y'all. But uh yeah, man, glad to be back. And uh follow me at LinBWT, follow Bros Think at Bros Think, and follow me on TikTok, Lyndon James Burton. That's the platform I'm pushing heavy. Yeah, I, I get that. Um, uh, so you know, you can get me back on Twitter now at Shubes BWT S H U B E S B W T. Um, I'm trying to get back to being active on that. Honestly, you know, what's really funny about that is I felt like getting back on Twitter was better for my mental health, which is weird. Nice. Um, <laughs> you needed to be back in the fold. <laughs> so, um, love that. It's good to be back on that. Um, and my Instagram is still a super 14, but I'm probably going to use his Instagram promoting that now. <laughs> um, I don't even use that. I don't promote it. I don't like who fucking uses it. My, my TikTok is Adam BWT. You can look at my likes. You, you, you need to start using it, man. Make do movie reviews and shit on TikTok. Yeah, gonna, uh, or you can start, or you could, or you could clip beat, clip some of the podcasts and just put it on fucking TikTok. That's also true. You should do that for so the new we'll, year. 
yeah, maybe we'll we'll get into that in 2023. Mm-hmm. But for now, she was and Check it out. Um, you know, go back and listen to some of the old stuff if you want to catch some of the reviews that we have done. Done a lot, uh, especially with with running my back. Uh, but yeah, so we'll be back here trying to be back on a bi-weekly or weekly basis um, and uh, talking movies and television. So thanks for all who listen and have a great week and a great Thanksgiving. And as always, keep binging. Peace.